Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people, enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogix, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted, Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off, online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, twenty takes twenty seconds. So go do it, and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He uh he's the co-founder. He does a lot of live streams on Instagram at uh, at Living Sisu. And with a bunch of elite athletes and you learn a lot from like the athletes determination the resiliency everything to what me made them become successful so it's been a great experience so far so go on i'm gonna leave uh the link in the description so uh go sign up Yo, welcome back to another episode of on spot sports i'm jack and in today's episode we are joined by a very special guest current professional hockey player, Jay Krupp. Jay is currently a player and assistant coach for the Columbus River Dragons of the Federal Hockey League. Jay is currently in his sixth year pro playing in the, in the Federal Hockey League. Jay played junior hockey in the Metropolitan Junior Hockey League and in the Greater Metro Junior A Hockey League, GMHL, before playing his college hockey days for Monroe Community College in the NJCAA and a year for Wilson State College before turning pro. So welcome to the show, Jay Krupp. Thanks for having me, Jack. Yeah, no problem. It's gonna be a, gonna be a fun one. But to start things off, like, how are you? Like, you got you're in the middle of a season right now. So how's the thing? How's things over there in Columbus? Uh, everything's going well. Um, we got two weeks left. Uh, six games. Um, we are currently in second place. Uh, that's the last. Um, but we are we hold the last the uh, last playoff spot. Um, we have a huge uh, three and three against Carolina starting Friday. Um, they're chasing us right now. So uh, pretty much a do or die weekend for us. Um, and uh, yeah, but everything's going well. Uh, starting to warm up down here. Uh, it's about 75, 80 degrees every day. So, you know, after practice, um, guys are just kind of hanging out enjoying the weather and, you know, golfing and, uh, you know, kind of just, you know, staying busy during the day. So you're not, you know, in the house all day. Oh yeah, boy, boys are probably buzzing right now with all the warm weather we're getting here. Oh, oh yeah, they love it. Boys are buzzing for sure. Oh yeah, and it's a big, big weekend for you guys with three, a three and three coming up. So three big, uh, big points on the board, especially with Carolina, uh, trailing you guys. Like, how how are you guys going into the season or this weekend mentally? Um, so mentally, I mean, you know, we kind of are aware that. Uh, this weekend is basically going to determine who gets that last playoff spot. Um, so uh, it's, you know, it's uh, playoff hockey mentality. Uh, everything's sharp in practice. Um, everything's a hundred percent. It's, you know, it's about 45 at this time of the year, it's about a 45, 50 minute practice of hard work and high intensity, uh, get your reps in and, um, and get out and uh, just, yeah, it's, it's that time of the year where, you know, every shift matters, um, every hit, block shot, um, you know, everything matters right now at this point uh, of the season. But uh, I think for a lot of guys, as uh, myself is included, uh, this is uh, where, you know, you really, really start loving the game and your teammates. And, um, you know, you, you're ready just to kind of go to war with the guys you've been with all year. And, um, yeah, it's a really exciting time for sure. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's favorite part of any hockey season is when you get close to the playoffs and things start 
getting more intense, starting start starts being more of a grind, even though it's already a grind, but even more of a grind. You just gotta grit it out and just just that's you you live for that stuff and hacking just being the high intensity and just everyone going to war for each other every every day from this point on. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's uh it's definitely the best time of the year, hands down. Oh yeah, and it's it's fun when you get in the playoffs too, and just everything even heats up even more, and it's just yeah, yeah, it's unreal. No, definitely. So we're uh we're super excited down here, and and we have a pretty good team, and I think we have a good chance. You know, I think uh, we kind of control our own destiny, so you know, it's up to us if we want to go and get it. Yeah. So like, how besides like you guys being in second place, like how how's the season been overall? Like it's your second second year in existence so for the clumps yeah. or dragons like what's the organization like and just how how it's growing in the fan base so um obviously uh with covid it's been a little different um uh but before covid hit um we were really really hitting uh uh kind of hitting our peak and um you know that we were playing in front of after sec football we were playing in front of uh, 4,500 a night. Um, it was just getting buzzing around the city. People love it down here. Um, I definitely think this is a hockey city in Columbus. Um, and as far as uh team, um, you know, we, we, uh, we had a good year last year. We started getting right at the hot at the right time. And then obviously COVID ended it. And as far as this year, um, our ownership is, is really good and, and taking care of the guys and, treating it like a, a really professional hockey team. And so the word got out and, and guys want to be here. And especially with the SB losing half their league uh, and coast teams losing uh, some of their teams. Um, obviously there weren't a lot of jobs out there and there was a lot of players without jobs. So, um, you know, we did our best uh, recruiting and, and getting the, the guys I think that um, can win, win a cup here. And um, like, like I said earlier, we're, we're a couple games over 500. We're not really where we want to be uh, as far as that, but we're in a situation to make playoffs and, and going a cup run. So, um, you know, for a second year team to be in second place and chance to win a championship is, is good. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Just like how the organization has grown even through throughout COVID and all that. And just like, what, what's the restrictions like down in Columbus, especially so, like everything's um, like starting to open up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, as of right now, we, we take temperatures every day. Um, we have to wear masks in and out of the rink. Um, we can only have 1,500 fans. We seat 7,000 for hockey. Um, but um, the rumor is going around right now that they uh, might be lifting the mask, the mask uh, rule in the Civic Center starting uh, this weekend. It's not confirmed yet. That's just kind of rumors around town um, and that they might bump the capacity up. So um, it's going, it's heading in the right direction. Um, I was getting really worried for a while for all of minor league sports, not just hockey. Um, you know, with this COVID, it, it really took its toll on teams and um, it's ha I'm happy to start seeing things uh, slowly uh, head back to normal. Yeah. It's at least good that everything's starting to go up a little bit and just, some in like somewhat normalcy it's like what's the you guys said you you said you only have like 1500 fans in the building but like it seems like from watching the games like it's the intensity is still there and like the atmosphere and the arena's buzzing it's like what's, oh, what's it absolutely. like on the ice uh it's definitely i mean we have really really good fans they're really die hard they they love uh the river dragons and and then we love them and um they're into it and uh 1500 sounds like 7,000 and uh you know um we couple weeks weekends ago we came back we were down two goals against uh Elmira with a couple minutes left pulled the goalie we came back and won an overtime and I thought the roof was going to blow off that place for 1500 yeah that, that's sick and just I, I remember seeing that game and that game that was an intense game as well it's just very with very with like playoff intentions and all that and just yeah that you could see the intensity keeps growing and growing every game yeah no definitely for sure it's it's that time of year oh yeah definitely it's so, like how cool has it been seeing like the city of columbus grow each and every year especially since like georgia wasn't really known for a hockey team for having a hockey team before the atlanta thrashers and the columbus cotton mouse it's so, like 
since then like everything's been boom it's like how is how cool is it just seeing all that happen oh it's awesome i mean i've been here from day one and uh there was a buzz around town about a team coming back and uh then we came back and um you know the fa- the seats started uh filling up more and more and more and um you know now it was you know going around town before the season started it was always uh, i can't wait for you guys to start when are you guys starting and um it's a really it's a really good hockey town i think it really is uh the community supports it and um you know uh guys want to be here because of it you know it's fun going out every night at home and playing in front of you know three four five thousand fans and to play in front of the that type of fans that are into the game is is even better you know so um yeah it's it's awesome how the growth here and i think it's only going to get better for sure so uh, i'm excited to see what uh the future holds here in columbus yeah that's unreal it's going to keep growing and growing i think so like over the over the past two years that they've been in existence you've been a player and an assistant coach like how does that work because it's it's rare that like uh, in like any league that you're a player and an assistant coach like how does that work and like what what's your role as an assistant coach on the on the team so my role um uh, as far as assistant coach um it's really tricky because I'm playing still um you know and so I I don't as far as lines and cutting and bringing guys in uh during the season I I stay away from that I'm more of a player during the season than anything um the coaching side is more of the off season, um, recruiting guys in the off season, going to scout players, um, all that good stuff is kind of where I tie into the assistant coach. And, you know, I'll give our head coach uh, some opinions on what I think on systems and, and all that. But um, yeah, as far as, you know, bringing guys in, cutting guys lines, um, I stay away from that. Um, You know, I think it's, um, you know, the best way to handle it right now while I'm playing. So that's kind of how I do play and, and coach right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Does it does it get hard during the offseason as an assistant coach or, or are you just like really busy and just with like scouting and all that? Yeah, yeah. It's just more uh, yeah, time consuming, time consuming. It's, uh, you know, a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts, uh, emails, um, setting up uh, camps um you know going to see certain players play um you know a lot of uh you know a lot of uh you know time but um it's good I enjoy it I love it yeah that's awesome just like then being a player during the season like you're still a player and like you you have like your opinions like you said earlier and just but you're still like a player first in the in the season like you just enjoy the game and just enjoy playing as long as you can Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like what's been some of your favorite like memories in Columbus so far? Uh in Columbus, um definitely um I would say had a couple uh shootout winners um two last year and at home here. Uh those were good good memories. Um obviously the home opener, our first, uh, first game back with hockey back in Columbus was a great great um you know experience and um actually uh got the first franchise goal um on the road in delaware that was a pretty good uh, memory and uh you know that's um that's kind of it because you know our first year COVID hit so we didn't get to go on a playoff run um so you know i'm excited to see you know if we get to play our first first playoff game here in columbus yeah, that, that's, those are some awesome memories. So like, just tell us like the, what it was like playing that first home opener and, and since Columbus came back to playing hockey in Columbus, like just like the atmosphere and like everything around it. And like, especially since you said earlier, like it was, you guys were getting a buzz even before the season started. So like how, well, how much did that all mean to you, especially playing uh, in your second year in Columbus? It was awesome. I mean, um, you know, it was definitely a buzz around town that first week of the home game um you know we kind of uh I wasn't expecting the show out that came I thought it was going to take a while to gradually get there and uh no I you know it was packed the first night and uh we ended up winning uh we ended up winning in a shootout actually and so uh it ended up working out and you know it was good it was packed it was loud there was uh, a couple fights uh and, you know, they saw, they got to see, um, 
you know, overtime and the shootout. So I don't think you could ask and a win. So I don't think you could ask for a better home opener. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. I don't think you can get any better than that. You, you saw a little bit of everything there. It's just no, definitely. Un- yeah. yeah. So, and uh, we were losing, so we came back and tied it. And then, so that even, even better. makes it kind of better, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that that's just unreal, unreal there. And it's just, it's awesome to see like how you've experienced like the growth since, since last year, since the start and just how it is now is it's pretty incredible. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome, man. I I'm grateful to be here and be a part of this organization and uh, can ask for better uh, last year and a half. Yeah, exactly. So I want to get to like your junior career, junior hockey days a little bit here. So like, first, first of all, can you give us like a little background and like, when you started playing hockey, why you started, like, what, like, was your moment where you're like, I want to, I want to be a hockey player? Um, so I, I started playing when I was really young. Um, my dad's always been around it. He was equipment manager for the Sharks and Devils. Um, and then he was GM in a bunch of, uh, United Hockey League teams. So when I was really young, I was always around it. And really, as far as I can remember, um, I was always playing in the driveway, even alone, and uh, just kind of always pictured myself playing pro and just kind of stuck to my guns and uh, and just kept believing that. And um, I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen probably realistically, but I just always thought it. And, um, you know, so I would say I started probably around, you know, two or three and, uh, you know, played youth hockey up in Wisconsin where I grew up. Um, played high school there um and then um you know I played uh played juniors um you know and played out in Richmond on some good teams and you know played in Portland Maine um and then I went you know went to school went to MCC and they were in a situation where their program was shutting down um so at that time um you know I was a freshman and they kind of said hey if if you want to go, you can go and you won't lose a year of eligibility. So I decided to uh, pack up and, um, and I, that's when I went and played in that GMHL league, um, went there and, uh, you know, ended up getting hurt a couple of weeks for playoffs, went home and then um, went to Williston State, played my uh, a year, full year of college there, um, went to national championship game, uh, lost by goal. Uh, it was a great experience. I'm happy we made it. Um, you know, and then after that, I, I was, uh, 22 and, uh, I was like, uh, I mean, if I'm going to take a shot at pro, it's going to be this year. And then that was it. And, you know, the first three years, four years of pro, I bounced around and, you know, it was tough and challenging, but, um, you know, I just kept sticking with it and, you know, working at it and working out and training extremely hard. And finally, um, uh, got a chance down in uh, North Carolina and Winston-Salem and, uh, you know, made the team, um, and played the whole season there. And then about two weeks before playoffs, which would have been my first ever pro playoff game, I tore my ACL. So, um, you know, stuck around with the boys, uh, was behind the bench with uh, our head coach, Andre, and he's still the head coach over there in Carolina. Um, so uh, came back the second year and we kind of knew we had a, had a, a group and um, we, uh, we ended up winning the championship. Uh, we actually are the most winningest pro hockey team to ever play. Um, we were three games away from the all-time win records in a row. We won 25 in a row. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I mean, but that group of guys was incredible and we all had, a had one thing in mind and that was to win. And, and we all stuck to that plan and, and, um, you know, props to, uh, Andre. Um, he, I mean, he made, uh, you know, that team, a great team and, and we all bought into the system and it worked out and that was probably my favorite year of hockey. Um, you know, and it's funny cause now they're our rival and, uh, but, you know, they'll always have a uh, spot in my heart because, you know, you did something that not a lot of people can do in hockey. And uh, to absolutely dominate the whole year was, you know, it was incredible. And then um, and then I got traded here uh, in the offseason after the championship and started here. 
Yeah, that that's one that's one crazy journey, but it, it's uh, the grind and the getting the opportunities whenever you can, just wherever, and just rolling within. Like that's obviously what you've done. So you've played, you played three years playing in junior hockey in the Metropolitan Junior Hockey League in the Greater Metro. So like, what was the process like to find a team in the Metropolitan with with the uh, Portland Junior Pirates and give yourself the best opportunity? Yeah, um, you know. Uh, with junior hockey, I mean, there's a lot of good teams out there. Um, if you're a hard worker and and a good ki- good person and a good person in the, and a good teammate, you're gonna get some chances in juniors. And it's really just all about where you think you're gonna develop the most. You have the best chance to get better, and um, and you have the best chance uh, to move up. Um, you know, and and for me, I thought it was Richmond and, and Portland. And, um, you know, um, and also, you know, you got to have somebody in those organizations that are going to help you move to a school, um, you know, and um, but yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing I would look at for juniors is, you know, uh, who moves guys up and, um, you know, where am I going to go where I can put in work and and, um, you know, juniors is uh, how you take it either you're going to go there and and kind of party or whatever and not take hockey seriously, then, you know, you're probably not going to move up. But if you go there with the intentions to get better, uh, you know, juniors, they give you all the tools. They give you, you know, you practice every day. You're playing a lot of games. Uh, you got, you know, most places have a weight room. And, um, you know, so it's just really how about, like, how you take it. Uh, if you want to take it the partying route and, you know, enjoy it or whatever, or if you want to, you know, put your time in and work in and try and move up. Um, for me, it was um, I wanted to work and I wanted to move up. And, uh, you know, that's what I did. Yeah, that, that's awesome there. Because like you said, like you could either go those two routes and a lot of, I know I know some people that went like the party around, they just party around, but like, I'd, ra- I'd rather be the one that be putting the work and getting up, moving up the ranks and just, just proving to yourself that you can play better and be playing better competition levels and just being able to do that. It's like, what was that adjustment period like going from uh, to get used to the junior hockey lifestyle and just being able to grind all day and get better? Yeah, I think the biggest adjustment was, uh, was, you know, uh, just kind of you're, you're away from your family. So you don't have your parents telling you, Hey, you know, you need to go to bed or you need to uh, make your own food or, you know, whatever it's, it's, um, you know, it's a wake up call. I mean, it's, um, you, you know, no one's telling you, Hey, you got practice at eight 30. So are you, are you up at seven 30? You know, you don't have that luxury. You have your teammates and, and that helps, but um, you know, as far as that, uh, that adjusting to it, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it's a pretty big adjustment for guys moving away from home. I mean, you gotta be, you know, you can't be late. You, uh, sometimes you got to make your own food and, and take care of your body without, um, your parents there telling you, uh, that you have to do that stuff. So I would say that was the biggest adjustment for sure. Yeah, for sure. And just like, did you face like any struggles during that first year of getting, just trying to get used to everything and just being away from your family? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get, I think, uh, I think a lot of junior hockey players, they get that homesick. Um, they're, you know, they get there and, you know, first month's awesome because it's new. Second month, it's it's still fun. And then, you know, that, mid-se- that mid-season grind where practices are getting long. You're, you know, you might be uh, in a drought or whatever. And it's like, man, I miss, I miss home, you know? And it's like, um, that. I, yeah, I think guys get tested on that for sure. And, and uh, the good thing is I've always been on teams with great teammates and you know, and, and other guys know that and recognize that. And the older guys on the team are, are there for you, you know, they're rookies and stuff and, and kind of like, Hey man, like just get over this hump, you know, like stay here. Don't, don't give up, you know, keep going. So. Yeah, that, that's awesome there. And especially with like the, with like the teammates and just like that support system. Cause uh, like throughout like the struggles of just being away from family, like you'll, you'll have your teammates there to support you and everything and just, they'll they'll be there for the tough times that when it and when it comes to that stuff and just try to like make you play your play play your best and be the best person that you can be is especially like outside of hockey just Definitely. just be there be there for each other yep absolutely it's a brotherhood oh yeah absolutely so like during your 
first year in juniors, you you racked up 38 points in 19 games. Like, what was that year in Portland for you and just, like, from the hockey point of view? Oh, hockey point of view, it was awesome. I mean, it was one of those years where I got on a line and we just clicked. Um, my centerman was Brady Flarent. He's actually up uh, – He's up in Knoxville uh, for the Ice Bears. He and uh, he was in the coast with uh, the uh, Atlanta Gladiators. Um, you know, it was really easy playing with him. I mean, uh, he played at UNE. Um, yeah, and you know, coast coast SP guy, and um, you know, he made things a lot, lot, lot easier for me. Um, I just had to get open, and it was gonna get on my tape. Um, and then we had another guy, Anthony uh, Figlioli, uh, who played some Division three hockey, and um you know it was uh it was one of those years where everything was clicking and um you know and our line was just on fire and we knew where everyone was at on the ice without looking and and we we tore it up and um so I give a lot of credit to my line mates um it was it was a blast playing there I I loved playing in Portland and uh, we made a good little run at the end and just fell short but um it was awesome yeah you you love when you get on all get online your chemistry is there right away and you're just you're scoring, producing, just like, buzzing, just, just buzzing. Buzz. Absolutely, everything's, absolutely everything's working buzzing. out. Even exactly. even if you make a bad play, you get a hockey bounce and it's going in. You know, yeah. it's like was one of those lines, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, exactly, it's, exactly. It's like throughout like that that season, like what kept you motivated? Was it just like the chemistry you guys had to like keep working every yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. We were we were kind of when I joined the team um, midway through the season, they were kind of like a wild card team. And uh, then I got there and, you know, the lines changed and um, it just started clicking and we started winning. And, um, you know, I think when I got there, it was almost playoff hockey from the get-go because we were uh, just on the outside looking in and we turned it on and, um, you know, that was kind of the motivator. If you want to keep playing hockey or you want to go back home, you know, and for for us in that locker room, we wanted to keep playing hockey. So that was uh, that was definitely the motivator. Yeah, that that's awesome. You just gotta keep keep with it for, until until you don't want to. You just keep keep grinding away. Keep keep playing the game you love, and just keep oh, moving yeah. up the ranks. For sure. Yeah. So then you get you get moved to Richmond to the Generals. Like, what were yeah. your thought first thoughts when you got to Richmond and like? did it like motivate you to keep producing even though you got moved to yeah. Richmond just just going up the levels yeah no um uh thing with Richmond was uh you know they were building a stronger older team to try and win a championship and you know at that point in my life I hadn't won a championship and uh you know liked everything uh that they were doing there in Richmond and wanted to be a part of it and um and, uh, you know, we, we did, uh, did really well that year. We won the league. Um, we came a game away from nationals. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, what drew me there was, uh, just kind of the group of guys they brought in that year. And, um, <coughs> we were, um, we were older and we were a tight knit group. So it was awesome. Yeah. So like, did, did that like older group, like help you guys become so successful that season just like really help your development That's as long as everyone else's development? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it was kind of guys that were already committed uh, to, to college and maybe a few guys that weren't. And then a handful of really young kids. And uh, we were kind of molding them for the next for the next year as well. And those guys were awesome, too, the young guys. And uh, it was a good mixture. It was a lot of older veteran guys that bought in and a handful of really young kids that bought in. And it was a really good, really good group to be around. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, you love when that happens and like everything's clicking there and like you, you have the leadership, the, the younger guys are buying in, like you got everything going for you at that point. That's right. So then you go into the greater Metro Junior Hockey League for the Shelburne Red Wings for a short trip and then get seven games with the Bradford Bulls. Like what was that year like for you and going over to play so that, before going that to play community college? Yeah, that was a tough year because um, I went to community college first because um, obviously I aged out in the U.S. I was 21. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, I they broke the news about the team folding. And, um, you know, I didn't want to pay dues that weren't really there to be paid, right, because I was a freshman and, you know, no team next year. Um, so the team in Bradford was reaching out to me. Um, and, uh, you know, they you can have X amount of age out guys in Canada. 
So it was my last, I had no other where to go, nowhere else to go. Cause um, you know, colleges were, I didn't know where I wanted to go. Um, and I was kind of at a standstill and I went to Bradford and um, they had to trade me to another team for a game so that I could get enough games in for playoffs. Um, so I did that and I ended up getting hurt and um, that's what ended my year that year. Um, so uh, that was a tough year, um, you know, and then I went to Williston uh, right after that, um, you know, and kind of got back on track there, played a full year of hockey. And um, like I said, we went to the national championship game. Um, and so that was really, that was a fun year. Yeah. So that's so like you were saying, you moved on to uh, play college hockey for your community college at Monroe community college. You played nine games, collecting nine points along the way for a point per game kind of guy. So, like, what was your experience like playing community college hockey in the NJCAA? Um, so, in, in, in MCC, um, it, was, uh, it was all right. I wasn't a fan of it, really. Um, I really had nowhere else to go, um, to be honest with you. And, um, you know, just the way they treated us and then told us the program was going to end, I wasn't happy about it. Um, you know, it was kind of uh, – you know, um, I don't think you should treat guys like that. If you, you know, if you even have a thought that your program's gonna, you know, end, why are you bringing 20, 30 guys in to, you know, spend 10 grand a semester to, to fold. Um, so I was pretty upset with MCC. Um, but uh, Williston in the NJCAA was, I mean, night and day better. Um, I mean, gorgeous locker room. Uh, you know, they really take care of their players. They had a way better schedule. I mean, we played Division three schools. We played all ACHA D1 teams. I mean, the only time we played JUCO games were to qualify for nationals and then the national tournament. So I think that year we played eight, eight JUCO games. Um, but you really wanted to go there. Why I wanted to go to Wilson was to get my grades up and uh, play good hockey. I mean, like I said, we weren't playing a JUCO schedule. We were playing a uh, ACHA division one and uh, division three schedule. So it was a um, same league, but way different situation. Um, now Williston state is ACHA. They moved out of the Juco um, league, which I'm, I'm happy they did because um, I didn't see much, um, you know, many good things coming out of that junior hockey, that Juco league. Um, but you know, if guys got to get their grades up and whatever, it's, it's, it's a good route. Yeah, for sure. It's like, what, what did you have to learn throughout like that, those, that year in Williston, just playing like those ACHA D1 teams, D3, like, what do you have to learn about the game to help yourself move up? Uh, just, I mean, faster, stronger, you know, I was, you know, I was 20 and, you know, you're playing against guys that are 24, 25. I mean, they're stronger, they're bigger. And, um, you know, that's a, you know, you got to get going, get in the gym, get working because and it's not going to be easy. So that was the biggest thing. And then obviously class, getting your grades, getting your homework done, uh, because the first thing that the colleges asked you, the ACHA, the division threes were, how are your grades? And to be honest with you, they'll ask a coach, how, was, how are his grades and how is he in the locker room? Those are the two biggest questions when you're going to school. So, um, you know, if you could stay on top of your grades and be a good teammate, you'll have no worries, you know. Yeah, so like how important is it to always be there for your teammates and just being a good teammate overall and even like a, a good person like outside of the game and just being able being able to like have guys like you and just enjoy yeah, it's, like leadership, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's important. I mean, for me, it's like you go to, you go, you do everything with, with the group of guys you're with. I mean, literally, I mean, you're with them more than your family. You got practice, then you go eat. Uh, then you go hang out, you know, and it's like, um, you, like it's, it's your family. And for me, it's like, you know, would I treat my brothers or sisters the way uh, that I'm treating this person? Um, you know, no. So you should treat them just as you would a family member um, because, you know, it's going to be a long season and you're playing a very physical, fast sport and, um, you know, tensions rise and, and uh, it's always good to have, your teammates on your side and and uh, everyone on the same page yeah exactly and just that, that's super important because 
it's also another support system and just being able to to t- you're hanging out with them like you said you're around them probably 90 95 percent of the time oh yeah you you want them to like you and like you're literally doing everything together so right i yeah. have them like you if you're not gonna if you're not gonna if you're gonna be a good person like you gotta oh, be exactly. a good person. yeah yeah so like what what were some of your favorite college hockey memories during like especially like that national championship run you had and just what was that experience like that was awesome i mean i i haven't hadn't played in a championship game until that game um so um it was a great experience we just fell short um you know it was cool you know going to school and and you know hanging out with other athletes and and kind of uh you know doing the schooling and the hockey you know and um it was a good experience i i i wish i would have uh maybe went and played a couple more years of college but you know my my goal is to make pro and and I made that decision and I don't regret uh, making the decision. I just, I sometimes sit back and I'm like, ah, I wish I would have played one more year, maybe of college, you yeah. know, maybe, but you know. Yeah, for sure. So like, go, so like, what was that last game like in the national champ in like the national championship game and just like all the emotions, like the intensity, everything surrounding the game. Cause it's a, it's a pretty important game. If you ask. If yeah. You ask yeah. Me. I think the biggest thing is, uh, the uh you know how can you ride uh the waves because uh there will be a two minute shift um uh where you're like there's no way we're losing this game and then there'll be a two minute shift that you're like oh we're in trouble um and yeah every every everything matters in a game like that every hit every pass um everything matters and and one mess up can can cost you a, a national championship and um yeah, it's uh, it's really I think how you can ride the emotions and stay even killed, and you know you stay uh, just always stay up even when it's really low and when it's really high don't get too high you know stay kind of right in the middle, and um, yeah but it was a great experience and um, you know kind of uh, you know you work so hard for something and come up short it really sucks but when you know. Uh, when we played for the championship in Carolina, I knew what it felt like to lose a, a championship and I didn't want to feel that again. So um, I did everything I could uh, on my end to win a championship there and, and it worked out. Yeah, exactly. So like going into your pro career here, it's like after you're at Wilson State, you decided to go pro where you got a shot with the Berlin River drivers in the Fed. So like what was the process like to find find a pro team that wanted you to come play and to find that place in Berlin, New Hampshire. Yeah. So, um, I went to some free agent camps in the SPHL and was doing well at them, but, uh, just not good enough to be brought into their camp. Um, but, um, I actually thought I was done with hockey. Um, and I was sitting at home on Christmas Eve and got a call from, uh, Andre who was my coach in Carolina. He was a coach in Berlin. And he's like, I got your number from the Pensacola coach. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, have you been skating? This and that. And, um, you know, I told him, yeah, I've been skating and, you know, what's going on. And he said, well, we play tomorrow night. I need you here. And uh, like UPS just got here, but we'll let it go. <laughs> um, you know, so I, uh, you know, talked to my dad and, you know, I didn't have anything to lose. So packed up my car on Christmas Eve, drove up Christmas day. We played, we won five in a row right out of the gate. Um, and that's kind of where my journey started. Um, you know, and then I bounced around for three seasons. I mean, I think I played on eight teams, but, um, it's a, it's a grind pro is a grind because, you know, one mess up and you're, you're, you're cut. I mean, it's, it's a really cutthroat industry and, it's hard. And, you know, I, many times I wanted to hang up the skates, but, you know, I was like, I worked too hard to just throw it all away. So I just kept saying after it and, and, um, you know, um, tried to fix my game where I, you know, I would ask the coaches why I'm getting cut and they'll tell you why. And so I tried to change my game and did, and finally, you know, stayed at a, a home for two years in Carolina and now in Columbus. Yeah, for sure. It's like going to those free agent camps. Like I'm in a similar similar situation, trying to go to like the free agent camps and the 
in the summer. So like, what, what, were, what was your mindset throughout those times? Just like, just trying to play your best, especially since. Yeah. I mean, are I mean the, biggest, the biggest thing, the free agent camps is people always think, um, I need to light this camp up and it's like, no, you, you need to play really good defensively and uh, be an all around good hockey player, finish checks, make tape to tape passes um you know it's it's all the little stuff in pro that adds up and um you know the yeah that the biggest thing when I was going to the free agent camps was I'm just gonna work uh my butt off and I'm gonna finish checks and I'm gonna make tape the tape passes um because it's extremely important at this level and um yeah the big that's the biggest thing with the free agent camps is just play your style because you know maybe they're looking you know they're maybe they're looking for um you know, a shutdown guy or a goal scorer. And if you're a goal scorer, you score goals. If you're a shutdown guy, go shut the other team down, you know? And, and that's the biggest thing with the camps is just play your hockey. Yeah. And th- it definitely worked out for you because you you're in the pros right now. It's like, what was that adjustment like going from playing a uh, Juco and playing like the, like ACHA D1 teams, D3 to playing in the fed? It's a big jump. I mean, it really is. It's uh. I mean, I think that's why it took me so long to stay on a team because um, everybody was a point of game or a good player at their college and or or major juniors or, you know, um, so it's really um, it was a big adjustment for me. And at first I didn't think I could keep up, but then I started realizing that I could push my body further and then I realized I could keep up. And when I realized that I could play at that level, I stuck with it and, you know, finally got an opportunity and, you know, cashed in on it. And, and, and it's, it's a week to week thing in pro hockey. And it's really a day to day thing. I mean, you know, you're, you, they, someone new could come in tomorrow and, and you're out of job. So it's, um, you know, you always, it's consistency at pro. You got to be consistent every single night can't take a night off because there's a list of guys that want to come and take your job. And, um, you know, so it's, it's pretty, um, you know, it's, it's tough, but it's, I mean, I think it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. And just like the grind, like you just got to grind it out and just play consistently, consistently, like you said, and just do all the little things right. And just like, like you said, like anyone could come take your job at any point and just, kick you out of the kick you off the team just get cut so like you just got to keep grinding and keep working opportunities yep so then uh you go on to play 27 games your first your first year it's like what was it like getting that first pro goal out of the five you had on the season um so my first pro goal i think it took me 10 games um and i was like i i didn't think it was ever gonna come and uh finally yeah i just got a pass from uh Tyler Prendergast I uh, played in the SP and uh, and uh, I got a pass from him in the slot and I went high glove I'll never forget it and uh, yeah it just found its way to the back of net and uh, yeah it was a great feeling and um, got the monkey off the back and uh, it was awesome it's a good good experience and good feeling yeah that's unreal it's, just, it's always good to get that monkey off the back especially going 10 games without a goal and you not you thinking it's not going to happen just if right. it finally does happen yeah yeah so then the following season you play on three different teams in the fed going from the berlin river drivers to the port Huron prowlers and then the cornwall nationals like you moved around a lot during the season it's like what was the adjustment like moving from team to team and having to go into different locker rooms throughout the season uh, it was tough. I mean, it was hard, but um, I wanted to do everything possible to play hockey. So, um, so that's what I did. You know, I was kept getting cut and wasn't good enough. And w- another team would pick me up and, you know, I would go there and then same thing would happen. And, you know, so I needed to do contact coaches in the off season and be like, Hey, what, what do I need to do to get better? Um, because I want to play. And obviously I knew I was good enough to play because why were these teams uh, keep calling me in to give me a chance, you know? So I knew I just had to adjust my game a little bit. And um, I, you know, I finally, uh, finally did that. And um, it was, it was hard. I mean, I was uh, uh, that, that off season where I got traded three times. um, And then I went to Carolina that, that off season. I mean, I was working out, probably six hours a day, um, skating, uh, plyometrics, weight room, 
um, maybe sometimes skating twice a day. And I, cause uh, I was really that off season. I was like, um, I'm either going to make a team this year or I'm going to be done with hockey. Uh, because at that point in time, I was kind of done uh, running around the country. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot, but like you got those opportunities to come and it's all about opportunities and just giving, getting that opportunity and just rolling it with it. Like we said earlier and just, like you got to perform because like, because your job is up in the air whenever, whenever Absolutely. you're on a team and it could get taken away from you at any point. Definitely. So then going into the next year, you spend two, two years in Carolina for the Thunderbirds. So you would go on to win a championship in the 2018, 2019 season. So like going into your first year with Carolina, like what was that year like? And just were you, so that were was, you guys expected to like win a cup in the next few years or did, or so how did it that, work from that, uh, that was like Columbus. I went to Winston. They had had hockey there in the past and they brought it back. So I was a part of something new. And, um, first year we were about 500, but we had a good team and, uh, we had a good coach and, uh, basically the core guys from the first year, um, myself, uh, Josh Petrantonio, uh, uh, Seth Gustin, uh, Joe Canzalozzi, um, just kind of the core older guys said, um, you know, let's come back and, and let's do something and, and let's build, you know, bring, bringing guys around the core, um and that's that's what Andre did he you know brought in some young good good players that bought in and um yeah I mean we didn't think we're I mean we we knew we were gonna have a good chance to win I mean but we didn't think we were gonna be that good and um we just kept winning and winning and winning and we didn't take the foot off the gas I mean we were practicing hard we were training hard we were uh we were doing everything right I mean guys weren't going out um you know, it was a special group. I mean, if, if, if somebody was doing something, everyone was doing it. I mean, we didn't do anything. We did everything as a team, um, you know, and then once we kind of started running the table, I can't think that's when we realized we were like, okay, like we're going to do it. Like, let's do it. And um, I mean, we did. And uh, it's cool. Cause a lot of teams, you know, can dominate all year and they don't, they don't seal the deal. And we went out and we did it and <laughs> um, it was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Like you were saying earlier that you guys went on a huge winning streak where it's like a third of maybe a little bit more of a third of the season. You guys had like 25 wins. I think 20, you said we won 25 straight games. It's like what, what was the locker room around there? And just the it was, when you get on the ice, like, you know, you're gonna have a good man. shot to win. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you just, we, yeah, we just, I don't know how to really explain it in words. We just, I mean, we were just clicking. I mean, we did, we just played as a team. We moved the puck around. We outworked teams. Um, we outshot teams. Uh, we were gritty, um, you know, just going to the net and slamming stuff home. Um, kind of a team like blue collared like that. And, um, yeah, we just kept winning. And, and uh, I mean, I remember when it hit 15, I was like, is this ever going to end? And we won 10 more after that. And uh, then we started creeping up on the all-time record, which was 28 by Norfolk Admirals. And, um, ah, man, I was like, that's when it kind of started, the pressure started hitting you. You know, we were just like, we were at 25. And it's like, oh, man, we're right there. If we can win this game, we're three away. And uh, we just came up short, and but what a what a journey, what a what a run! It was awesome. Yeah, that that run just seems incredible because anytime you get above a like a six seven game winning streak, like it's an unreal feeling. But twenty five straight, like that that's absolutely incredible. It was awesome. So then you guys go into the playoffs. You guys win win throughout the playoffs. You go into the championship series, like. What was the intensity level at that during the championship series? It was wild. I mean, the first game, it was best of five. First two were at our place. Game three and four in Elmira, and if necessary, game five back in Winston. Uh, game one, we, we ran them right over. Um, game two, we were down 3 nothing with a minute 58 left in the second, and we tied the game by the end of the second. The place Dang. was going nuts. Um, it was so loud in there. Um, so we tied the game up and then we actually went to, uh, I believe 
double OT, double overtime, and we jam one home and, and we won. Um, and then we traveled up there and obviously, you know, everyone had their championship glasses on going for the sweep. Um, and they punched us in the mouth and beat, beat us, I think, uh, like maybe six to two. Um, and then the next morning at morning skate, you just felt it. I mean, we were all just like, Hey, you got, you know, got a little bit cocky, you know, got yeah. punched in the mouth. Now let's go do what we can do. And, um, yeah, you just felt it at morning skate, man. We all knew what we wanted to do that night. And, um, you know, we went out and did it and actually we won that game in overtime. Um, it was a good, you know, good game. We scored our, our first shift of overtime and, uh, gloves were flying, helmets were flying and, um, yeah, it was an incredible feeling. Yeah. So like, what, what was it when, uh, that overtime goal went in, like the party could start with the championship and just uh, the gloves it, throw, going everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, what, I mean, what was that kinda, like? It's kind of like, you don't really believe it just happened and you got to look again at the ref pointing his arm saying goal. And, um, yeah, you just see a group of guys that you've, um, you know, absolutely grinded with, um, all season, and um, to accomplish, you know, the ultimate goal was uh, it was the best feeling I've ever had in hockey. Um, you crave it more. You want to win more and more and more. Um, it makes you hate losing more. Um, it's yeah, it was the best feeling ever, man. The best. Yeah, that, that's unreal. And going and this year, you guys have a shot at it, especially after uh, after you guys after this this series. You guys are second place right now. So like that that makes you want it even more especially having that like winning it already and you just want to just want to win it again oh yeah absolutely and um yeah and for guys that haven't won it they have an opportunity to win it and um you know there's a handful of guys in our locker room right now that have won one and you know we kind of tell these guys like hey you get one crack at it here you may never play in another one again you mean realistically you never know um and you might play in one every single year after this but um, you have the chance this year and, and um, you know, let's make the best of it and try and try and bring it back here to Columbus. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's super awesome. And just mo motivates the guys even more to actually, to actually fight for it and just go for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I have a few more questions for you for uh, okay. wrap things up. So do you have any tips for hockey players looking to get to the next level? Yeah, just work hard, stay focused. Uh, if, if that's what you want to do and play hockey and move up, don't let anyone stop you. I mean, you know, put your phone away, get in the gym, get on the ice, um, focus on what you want to do if that's what you want to do. It's got to, your life's got to revolve around it, you know. Um, that's just the way it is nowadays. So if you want it, stay focused. Uh, don't let anyone knock you off track and, and uh, keep plugging away. Yeah, exactly. That's a that's a great tip for for everyone there. So, uh, my next question is, what's been like your favorite city you've visited so far in your career? Ooh, honestly, either Winston or Columbus. It's close. Yeah, yeah that those cities are fantastic that I've heard, and yeah, just you love playing there. I, I bet. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, so my final question for you is, like, what's what's your favorite sports drink? Like, if you had to choose, like, a sports drink that you drink either before Gatorade or, like, all day. Oh, yeah. I'm a Gatorade guy. Love what, it. What flavor? Red Tide Rush. Oh, yeah. No, that's probably my, one of my favorites as well. Oh, yeah. It's it's stocked. My girlfriend keeps it stocked in the fridge. That, I that's love awesome. It, I'm Gatorade all day. Oh, yeah. That, that's fantastic. So, this Jay, this has been so much fun. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. I want to wish you the best of luck going forward with the season. And I look forward to following your career the rest of the way. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk again soon. I appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah. Go Dragons. Go Dragons. Take care. Yeah, you too.